and welcome to another episode of On the Go with NPOs. In this podcast, students in Michigan State University's Arts, Cultural Management, and Museum Studies program explore stories from industry professionals at nonprofit organizations across the country to shed light on what they're doing to create a world that values and nourishes heritage, creativity, and performance. Hello, I'm today's host, Lane Straub, and this episode I have the pleasure of sitting down with the crew of Second Stage Productions at Michigan State University's first show of the season, It's a Wonderful Life. Welcome, guys. Hey. This is so fun. Thanks for being here. I've never used Zencaster. This is awesome. Yeah, I really like this. Not sponsored, by the way. Um, (laughs) First, I want to introduce Second Stage to our audience who might not know exactly what we are. Second Stage Productions at Michigan State University is a student-run theater organization here that encourages the creation and enrichment of theater by providing resources to students like money, venues, and publicity who want to produce their own shows. And It's a Wonderful Life was chosen as an applicant of our student production submissions. And this is our first show of the season, so it's pretty exciting, and I want to meet the team I have with me today. Can we start with our director, Mia? Yeah, hey, um, I'm Mia Taylor. I'm a senior here at Michigan State University. I'm actually a BFA stage management student. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm your director. Hi, I'm Hope. I'm a freshman um, BFA stage management major, and I will be stage managing the show. Hey, uh, my name is Quentin. Uh, this is my senior year at Michigan State. I'm a BFA actor, so I've been on the stage, but uh now i'm music directing i just love music so much uh i started in musical theater so that's really where i found my love and i i love music and everything related to it so mia hooked me up with this with and to start off this conversation today i would love to know like why mia you chose this show and for anybody else why did you feel compelled to be a part of it well okay i chose this show um because I really wanted to direct something. I wasn't working on anything uh, this semester, like for the main stage shows. So, you know, I had all this free time and I was like, oh, maybe I could try to submit something for second stage. And I'm really good friends with Katie MacArthur. So she hooked me up with it kind of. And the reason I chose this show was, yes, and she's the best. I love her. Um, But yeah, she got me connected with everyone in second stage. I submitted my show and I chose It's a Wonderful Life because, um, Every every Christmas season, my I, I grew up um, right down the street from my grandparents. They would watch me every day because both my parents worked. So um, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, specifically my grandmother. Um, and she she was the bomb. Love her, miss her. But she well, this was one of her favorite movies. Uh, was It's a Wonderful Life was her favorite Christmas movie. So I just have a lot of fond memories of like sitting in their basement with a fire roaring with popcorn, ice cream, and just watching this movie and. It really, it, it really uh, just left a really core, big core memory for me. And once I found out that there was like a staged radio play version of It's a Wonderful Life, I thought to myself, I was like, I can direct that. I know this movie. I know this show in and out like so well. And it has such a cultural impact with people because it's like, you know, you watch any Christmas movie and there will be references to It's a Wonderful Life. You know, I think in, I watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yesterday. There's a few references to it in it and it's hilarious. And it's just, a, it's a very well-known film. And when I found out there was a play version, I was like, I want to direct that because I know that we can make a really fun Christmas show out of it. 
but also a lot of the themes in the show I, I i told this to the cast on our first day it's that it really isn't a story about christmas it's a story about just like life and not taking you know your relationships and you know your opportunities for granted and really kind of you know it really is a wonderful life and i, I think that's a really relevant theme um <laughs> especially now with <laughs> excuse me with covid um you know kind of taking away our lives for two years essentially and uh i thought it was perfect for you know a holiday show and it's something that people recognize and i, I just thought it would be a really really great opportunity for people to try something new with a staged radio play and then also um for people to come and see because it's such a classic Yes, that's so true. And I think this is really spicing up the season of shows that are happening at Michigan State University's like theater department, especially with Second Stage. We haven't done something like this in a very long time, let alone like an in-person production, but um, a radio style play is really different and um, something a little bit less like heavy, I think is really important to throw in there too. And um, Absolutely. keep up the lightheartedness around this time of year because it's not the best time for everybody so yeah I'm I'm thrilled to see it uh, does anybody else want to add in why they feel compelled to join the team heck yeah I, I can hop in on this um yo so uh, I, I'm in the same class as Mia like uh, the same year so Mia and I have you know been hanging out since since we were freshmen and when Mia asked me to be a part of this show I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she was like, you want to music direct the show? And I was like, whoa, that's something I've never <laughs> done before. But I, I feel like I feel comfortable. You know, it's my senior year. Uh, I feel like I feel like I could put this together, especially uh, with with my friends. Um, but I, yeah, like Mia was saying, this show is super important. Like the movie itself, I was watching like interviews from actors of the time, like contemporaries to this show. And they were like, yeah, that's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, that was the best acting I've ever... Like, it's just... It is such a cultural uh, touchstone in America, especially Christmas time. Um, it, it's, it's it's really cool whenever you're a part of uh, a show like that that's been done over and over and over through years and years because we get to really add our own style to it. And, uh, of course, like, it changes context by where we're doing it and when we're doing it, like Mia was saying, in COVID, I think... Yeah, I think we couldn't have picked a better show to uh to be happy yeah. with, you know what I mean? No, that's so true. And I I I remember growing up to watching this film. My dad was a huge fan. Mm. Um so I think we're going to be able to pull in like a lot of individuals around the East Lansing area too who just know the the history and um the nostalgia of it. So that's right. an extremely exciting, unifying thing that we're doing with this one. You were saying people in the Lansing and East Lansing area. I was just like, I live in the Lansing area. So I was just home for the holidays and I was like telling all my family about it. And they were like, you're doing It's a Wonderful Life. I would love to come see that. So like even my own family, like, of course, they're always excited whenever I'm doing a show and stuff. But uh, <laughs> it's good. It's super cool to see the community members excited about it, too. I love that. Um, My parents are also very excited and they also will be coming up. Um, I... My parents grew up um, with It's a Wonderful Life. I'm sure I watched it at some point, but when Mia came to me and asked me to um, be on the team for this, I was like, oh, that's really cool. What is it? <laughs> and I think I was like probably the only person on the team who um, didn't immediately know what it was. But I was so excited when Mia came to me, and that night I called my parents because – obviously i'm a freshman i always talk to my parents and um i was like guys like i'm doing this and stuff like that i have an opportunity to do this and they were like oh my gosh like that's such a big show you know that's such a big movie it's such um it's 
such a cool thing. And so that was really cool for me. But then when I saw them in person and I started talking to them more about it, once we started getting production meetings up and running, um, I could just see like the joy in their faces. Um, And that's kind of the moment when I was like, this is big. You know, this is something that's really meaningful to people. Um, Like Mia and Quentin also said, after COVID and, you know, still in COVID, um, it's going to be a really big thing for the community to be able to come see something, um, A, when we haven't had theater in so long, which is so sad, um, but be having something that's so just cozy and meaningful and very community building. Um, like Quinn said, it's it's really big, like touchstone for the community. Um, and so I think it's going to just be really exciting, even like all ages, like kids and stuff who are going to come um, probably are going to be more focused on like the decorations and stuff of um, the set. But everybody can find something that they really um that really resonates with them. And so I really love that. I I think you guys have all brought up some amazing points about um, the message of the show. And uh, it's it's really it's power to bring people together. Um, and the importance of that, especially right now in these unprecedented times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know, um, Mia, how the process was in terms of submitting the show and then being given the green light to produce it. Okay, so this is exactly what happened. <laughs> like, So we were in Senior Sum, which, uh, you know, with Kirk Domer, and he was showing us examples of his resume and I saw on his resume, I saw It's a Wonderful Life stage radio play. And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that's a thing. That is so cool. Meanwhile, the night before was the day that Second Stage had sent out the submission form for shows. And, like, keep in mind, I had not actually read the play. I'd only ever seen the movie and I saw that on Kirk's resume and I was like, oh my God, I should submit that. And so right after class ended, Katie MacArthur is sitting three feet away from me on the other side of the little computer lab, uh, like uh, the computer lab that we're in for a senior sem. And I said, Katie, I want to do that show. And she said, well, girl, you better submit it. And so I did. And then I got approved. And here we are now recording uh, this wonderful podcast with you, Lane. <laughs> That's amazing. And we're so glad you put it in because I think it's a wonderful choice, as we've all been saying for the last 10 minutes. It really it really is. A, it's going to be a great show. Um, and could you tell us a little bit about anybody can jump in here, just the process of putting up this show in such a short amount of time? Yeah. Uh, so we started, I want to say about three weeks ago. It's a struggle. And from the very beginning, I made it very clear that I don't want this production to cause any stress for anyone whatsoever. Like we all have a million things on our plate right now. Everyone is still, including myself, especially like we're all getting back into the swing of like post COVID like living where it's like, now I don't have to roll out of bed to go to class. Now I actually have to get up and like brush my teeth and get dressed yeah. and like walk all the way to the odd. And so, you know, it is a struggle. It's a really, it's really, really hard for people right now. And so from right off the bat, what I said to my design team um, and to my production team was that I don't want this to cause any stress for anyone. I want this to be really, really fun. Um, I'm not the kind of person who it's like, you know, there are directors out there that will be like, if we don't have this thing, then we cannot do this show, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be like that ever in my life, period. So it's like translating that ideology over into my directing has made the process very simple because it's like, 
like, for example, we need a thunder sheet for the show, which is a basically a giant sheet of aluminum that makes a thunder noise because um, we're doing all the Foley, uh, all of the sound effects live on stage. Um, but I look online for thunder sheets and they are $825. So I'm like, okay, we're not going to freak out. We're just get we're just gonna make it work because it's like I'm not pressed about anything because you know I just want everyone to have a good time and I want people to walk away from this after working on it with a really big sense of pride and a really uh, uh just being very artistically fulfilled so it's like I like I said off the bat I did not want anyone to be like worried about anything is that if we come up if we come up with a struggle you know we're gonna stumble through it the way you have to um in any other situation because like I said there's only we've probably only been in production for about three weeks we open on December 10th which is what only 14 days from now something like that even less yeah so I'm really excited but you know once we got into the room and started doing the table work with the actors you know we spent the entire first rehearsal really combing through the script and uh and really finding all of the little humorous bits and all the really like dramatic parts and uh, we took the whole four hours essentially to go through the script for the first time. Then next day we come back to a table read straight through. Everyone knew what they were doing. Everyone was super motivated to work. And that was really, really uh, exciting for me because, you know, since it is such a time crunch, you know, I, I really needed everyone to be on time and, you know, with their ideas and uh, ready to work, even though I don't want anyone to be stressed. But I think because we're also motivated is that there's no stress. It's just like, this really is just for us. And you know, it's our show. It's not my show. It's not second stage show. It's our show collectively. So it's, um, I'm, I'm really happy to see that no one is, is worrying about anything just yet. And, uh, uh, we're, we're just chugging along and it's going really, really great so far. If I, um, and going off of that, if I could jump in for a second, um, Coming from a freshman perspective, I am the youngest one on the team. Um, you are. <laughs> I am. I am. I am the baby of the production team, um, which definitely was really daunting. Um, Mia actually came to me and was like, hey, I really want a freshman stage management major to, um, or anyone who like is a freshman who wants to stage manage to do this, um, would you be interested? And immediately I was like, hell yes. Like, I would love to work with you. Um, I met Mia through um, a different club that we are we are in together. Um, and I already knew, like, 100% I wanted to work with her. Um, but I kind of jumped the gun where I realized, oh, shoot, I also am on another show right now um, called Freshman Showcase, which is tech, which is kind of a main stage show for the freshman class collectively. And... I was really worried because I wanted to give this show my, I want to give all my shows my all, you know, um, and put, you know, my heart and soul into them because that's just who I am and this is what I want to do. And so when Mia was like, no, like, this is like a no stress, you know, like, this is just something, you know, something fun. Um, it, it's been amazing working with her and everyone else and Katie and, um, Quentin and all of the production and design teams. Cause they all understand that, I'm not only am I like a freshman, I'm new to college in general and new to Lansing in general and new to the Department of Theater in general. And I have a lot to juggle on. So do they. But I'm also like, what is everything? What is this? What is college? Um, And so I think it's been amazing for me to come into this production and feel so at home and feel so supported 
um it's really daunting being the youngest one because i'm also like what if because i'm coming from mainly high school experience stuff like that um most of them are juniors and seniors they've been in the department of theater with msu for a lot longer than i have have done things a lot more professionally and so i was very scared that i wouldn't live up to what they needed um but that's not the case at all like everyone's so supportive everybody's so amazing um and i definitely agree with mia i think all of us are so into this show and are so into just wanting to produce something um like this um especially after covid that it's just it's a whole different environment it's a whole different experience um honestly probably if covid didn't happen it wouldn't be like this where everyone was as just so together uh i i can uh so Putting the show up so quickly is is a crazy task, but it was super exciting when Mia was like, uh, to find out that we were all on the same page. Truly, that uh, it was it's as an artist, like there's nothing that impedes your work more than being stressed out. I mean, it can really help you sometimes, but I I would say personally for me that it is not optimal for me to be stressed out while I uh, while I should be working. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I've learned that a lot doing theater at MSU. Uh, but it helps. It really, really helps when your director can come in the room and like get everyone on the same page and calm you down. Because when you're calm and relaxed and focused, that is when I feel I can do the best work. And that's when, uh, yeah, so I have to do a bit of like composing for this show. I, I'm a on stage, I'm a character playing like a stage manager. I'm playing a stage manager. Hope is the actual stage manager. <laughs> um, but uh, so I pl- I will be playing piano on stage, kind of like how when they're actually doing a radio play, the person would be there playing along with them. So that has been, I've never composed music like for a show to be <laughs> shared. I used to play piano for like my improv troupe. I think Mia was actually yep. on that improv troupe. And that's oh, exactly yep. why I picked you because I knew you could do it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right. Uh, so it has been equally daunting, but it's super, uh, it's exciting when you like don't feel that pressure. You do feel pressure. You don't feel that stress to, and I, I can just create so much better in that kind of environment, uh, especially in such a quick time. It's got to happen fast. And I, I really trust in my cast as well. Yay! <laughs> wow. As vice president of Second Stage, like my heart is so full knowing that the process has been such a delight Absolutely. and that you all um, and Mia super, super has right. created yeah. an environment that is so like supportive and welcoming. Um, I, I feel like that's what second stage is about as well. Since everything is student run, Absolutely. we want it to be a bit different than the more academic focused main stage productions of like the theater department. Yes. So just the fact that it's been so like so free and open to creativity and like calmness is just amazing and that's exactly what it should be um as we wrap it up here i would love you guys to let our audience know what you are most excited about people seeing in the show oh my gosh i am so excited just for everything once it finally all comes together you know the lights the set the actors the foley on stage like Whenever everything comes together, I was just texting. We have like a big one. It's a wonderful life group chat. And we've kind of just been, you know, spinning back and forth, just like ideas. Like, it's like, oh, I can bring this back with me from home. Like, oh, I can bring this tree back from like, you know, stuff like that. And it just, it makes (laughs) Mm -hmm. me so excited because it's like 
oh my God, it's like, wow, we're actually doing this thing. <laughs> like, not to, you know, because it's like sometimes with student run productions, it's like uh, you never know what's going to happen because it's like, you know, it's really all us that's doing everything. And, you know, sometimes stuff just doesn't come together. Like, that's just how stuff works <laughs> out. And so just the more we've yeah. gotten along with, um, you know, with everything that, you know, whether that be finding props or like, you know, Colin coming in with like a full like vector works, like rendering of his like light design. It's just like, I'm like, it makes, yeah. Shout out to Colin for real. It's like, like, it's just insane to me that it's like, wow, it's like, we're really like going to put on a really fantastic production. And I think people are really going to enjoy it. And, you know, I even said to the actors and to the crew and everyone, I was like, even if this show is a total flop, we should all walk away being very proud of the work we've done. Right. Because, you know, at the, at the very least, it's like, even if we don't sell out a single night, it's like, you still have all of this stuff. Now you can put in your portfolio, like, Quentin, now you can say that you've worked as a music director, like when you get out into the world, it's like, now I have, you know, a director's credit under my belt, you know, hope you're going to enter your sophomore year having stage management experience, which is, which is crazy, because it's like, you know, I think back to my freshman year, it's like, I didn't even stage manage a show, you know, I I assistant stage managed uh, my sophomore year. And that was the first time um, I had stage managed at MSU and that was still just an assistant uh, position. So, cause you know, there's so many people we need to divvy up the shows in a way, like I understand it, but to be able to have kind of this experience under your belt and every, this experience under everyone's belt is just gonna, you know, help further your career even more because it's like, you might be, you're doing something that um, you wouldn't normally do. And that, that literally goes for everyone where it's like, even Josh, like Josh is a stage management major like me, and he's doing all the sound design for the show, and he's never done sound design before. And, you know, I took a big risk in doing that, even with some of my actors who aren't, um, who aren't primarily actors by, by nature of their major. You know, I think uh, Claire, I think is like a human bio major, and, you know, she just enjoys doing theater for fun. So it's like, you know, you have to take big risks like that and kind of have faith in the people that you're uh, and the people that you're casting and the people that you're enlisting to be your, uh, you know, your creatives. Um, you know, I think that sometimes that that variety and experience can really, really help. And uh, even with like going down to like back to the casting, like even casting Case, who's primarily more of a comedic actor, I told him straight up because he's one of my good friends too. You know, we've been friends since freshman year doing improv together, having class. And I told him straight up, we went to the bar the other night after rehearsal and I said, I really want to stretch your your character here because you're playing more of a dramatic role which is something that is a really good challenge for you so I also not only wanted to give the roles to people that I knew could kill it because I knew they all could kill it but it was I want to be able to challenge and stretch these people because I am of the personal philosophy that when you stretch someone uh, you can get an even better performance than someone who focuses in that type of um, acting or design or, you know, stuff like that. Because it's like, you know, we're all creatives. We all have we all have the, you know, the brains to be able to do any of this stuff. And uh, I just really wanted to stretch everyone and see what we could get out of them. Yeah, going off of that, I think one of the coolest things that I've seen is being able to um, is, you know, second stage um, in general and seeing it come to life in this production is being able to see people who, like Mia said, are primarily other, um, are primarily in other fields, 
um, go, doing other things like with Josh and Colin's also a stage management major and he's doing lighting. Um, and so not only does it give um, people the chance to continue doing more work in their field, like me um, and Jordan and stuff, who's our scenic and props, um, but people who want to try new things, you know, I, I know eventually I want to do a focus in scenic design. And so if um, it's, if second stage is doing another show, um, further along and I'm further along in that career that I would be able to maybe help with that and assist in that and so it's been really amazing to see people and my fellow um my my fellow students and um you know colleagues be able to try new things and be able to further their craft in multiple areas not just tech not just necessarily their specific major or minor and so that's been really amazing and something that I love that second stage does because I'm also on the board of second stage and so it's been really cool to see how this comes together and how we are able to give our students so many different opportunities not just opportunities in their own field but so many opportunities outside of that too um because like Mia said like we're all creative um we're all in the arts but we all have so many different passions not just one and so it's, it's just been amazing to see yeah hope I agree completely uh in second stage like it, although it's not as like it's not as large scale as the department productions the, the department productions are great learning experiences to, for real they're gr wonderful learning experiences um but this like second stage what i'm most excited for the audience to see is that this is what the students got you know what i mean like this is what we've been studying for this is what we have learned while we're here and watch what we can do when we get together everyone is doing stretching themselves and pushing themselves in different directions and that's what second stage should be second stage should be a place in the department where in the department of theater or at msu uh even if you're not in the department of theater where you as a student can come and push yourself and show what you got and like second stage what it is and what it always has been is a place where students can come in with uh their own work and show what they have and actually put a show together which is such a monumental task and to do it just by ourselves that is like one of the uh that is so rewarding as a student and so you can walk away uh, from the department of theater saying that i have put a show on not like uh my professors of course my professors helped me and everything uh when i was in my classes but outside of class this is mine and this is a show that i did and me and my friends did and it's a uh, it's i'm i that's what i want the audience to see the most you know all of us coming together and and believing in ourselves and being great creatives. Yes. I love believing in myself. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I love also all the friends I've met through this. I didn't know Quinnon before this. I didn't know Quinnon before this. And I was yes. like, oh my God, friends. Yeah, right? Well, and that was also the big thing that I wanted to help kind of pull in more people that meant not have usually worked on like a main stage or something because it's like, I could always use some more friends. And it's like, now I get excited to like, you know, go into rehearsal and, you know, just kind of chat with everyone before and just be like, hey, like, so what'd you learn in your like elementary education class today type thing like that, which I love. I, you know, I'm a big talker. You guys know I'm a, a big talker. You can probably see through this podcast that I love to chat. I love to meet new people. Um, and that's been a, also one of the beauties of this is that I get to meet people that I otherwise literally would never have worked with, which is beautiful. No, you really create a family doing stuff like this. And I think that's just the perfect work environment or an environment yes. to create. 
Well, thank you so much, everybody. It has been such a pleasure getting to talk to you about your show, It's a Wonderful Life, which goes up December 10th, 11th, and 12th in Studio 60 in the MSU Auditorium. You can check out more information on the show if you go to our Facebook page, which is Second Stage Productions MSU, or you can check out our Instagram, at Second Stage MSU. Thank you, Lane. You're the best. This has been On the Go with NPOs, a Michigan State Arts and Cultural Management and Museum Studies podcast. Thank you to our program director, K.F. Latham, and the College of Arts and Letters for supporting this project. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the official entities of Michigan State University. To hear more episodes and learn how Michigan State is training future arts and cultural management administrators to manage with compassion and care, visit artsmuseumsmanagement.cal.msu.edu forward slash podcast. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day.